What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in the beautiful city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday, February the 16th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 803 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, why they're going to be joining me in both hours today because uh, they're going to be joining me in the first hour today for this little thing we like to call the birthday game. And then they're going to be joining me in the second hour. Uh, we've, we're bringing back who sang it. We've not done uh, who sang it in a hot minute, and uh, we're going to do that uh, today. So uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, you know, it's that game that uh, John Dawson just absolutely dominates, and uh, I don't know if he's going to today, but uh, if I were a betting man, and uh, you know me, I am a betting man, uh, I I would put your money on John Dawson, okay? But it's going to be a lot of fun. John and Jonathan, a double dose today, a first hour birthday game, second hour uh, as we play Who Sang It. But man, I'm telling you, we have some great guests for you today. As always, on Thursday, I've already been messaging with him. I can, I got to tell you, there's got to be people in your life that you message with them. And, you know, if you message or text with them or DM or whatever, but you can hear their voice come through when you're messaging with them. Well, that's how I am with Shane Albee. He's the voice of the University of Mount Olive Athletics, the Down East Wood Ducks, and and cute kitties everywhere, Shane Albee. But I'm telling you, every time I, good Lord, just I, he sent me a message this morning, and I could hear his voice coming through when he was uh, when I when I read the message from him. And uh, again, I know you got to have people like that in your life. Well, that's how I am with Shane Albee. I mean, uh, I, I've got to admit, I've had. Uh, 80% of a bottle of green of Lipton green tea citrus this morning, but it, which is a uh, pretty, pretty, pretty heavily caffeinated. I think, man, I didn't even need it because I can tell you, uh, having him here on the line with us in about uh, 15 minutes or so, that's all I'm going to need to get me going for my day. And I have got a day today. Uh, let, let me tell you about that real quick before we get, uh, before I tell you who's coming in the second hour, because Guys, you know, I very rarely, I don't work off a script a lot of times and I will, uh, I'll forget to tell you this, but Hey, if you're in rotary, if you're in Kinston noon rotary, uh, you know, we're here in Lenore County, I will be, I'm, I'm presenting the program today, uh, at rotary. And of course, I'm going to talk about this show a little bit, uh, with the sad news and, uh, I, and I, and I've had people contacting me over the last couple of days thinking I'm happy about the news that, uh, broke a couple of days ago about the Kinston free press dropping to one day a week, uh, production. And I could be anything but happy about that, man. I, I gave a lot of years of my life to that place. Uh, in fact, uh, right at 14 years of my life to, uh, to the Kinston free press was a sports editor there. When I got there in 2002, 
took over as a news editor in 2008, took over as the editor of the paper in 2012. So, uh, like I said, man, spent uh, 14 years of my life there from 2002 to 2016 and uh spent and worked a lot i mean uh linda and i were talking about this the other day just uh there were no there was no such thing as a 40 hour week uh at the at the kinston daily free press and uh and i loved it though i mean i don't want to make it sound like i I hated my time there i really enjoyed my time there i mean that's how i got to know john dawson that's how i got to go know jonathan massey and uh just a, a ton of friends worked for the best boss in the entire world and patrick holmes uh, just, and again, just enjoyed my time there. I got out when the getting was good in 2016 before I, I could obviously, obviously I could read the writing on the walls. Uh, when, uh, we started with a newsroom with about 23 people in it, that's including a designer page designers, photographers, uh, everything. And then when I left, we were down to about five in the newsroom. And now there's a part-time reporter that works for the Kenston daily free press. So, uh, the, the news that they were dropping to one day a week, uh, it broke my heart. It absolutely broke my heart, but getting back to what, uh, I was telling you about, I, uh, will be uh, speaking at rotary today. I'm going to be given, it's just kind of ironic that they set this up about a month ago. Uh, our very good friend, Tanya Adams, uh, asked me to, uh, come in and address it. Linda and I will be there today. Uh, it's Kenston noon rotary, but it starts at one o'clock. Yeah, I know. It, it's funny. I love it. Uh, as a former Rotarian, I used to be a Rotarian. I was uh, in Rotary from, I think, 2013 to about uh, 20, I don't know. It was right before the uh, pandemic, 2013 to 2020 maybe. And I just couldn't make it to uh, to Rotary anymore. And I just felt guilty because they, they do. They have a strict uh, attendance policy. And I don't know. I mean, I could have stayed a member, but I just felt guilty about not going to meetings. I think I went to like three meetings in a year <laughs> right before the uh, pandemic hit. And I just, I, I respect the institution too much and I respect what they do over there to, uh, to do, uh, to not make it to a rotary meeting. So long story short, uh, it's kind of neat that they've asked me to come back and uh, do a program. So, uh, I'll be there. We're going to do 20, 25 minutes just talking about my journey of, uh, where I've been. I'm, I've hit my 20 year anniversary a couple of months ago here in Eastern North Carolina. So I'm going to talk about the show. I'm going to talk about, uh, the newspaper industry and news in general. So if you're in the neck of the woods and if you are a Rotarian, and I know we have a few Rotarians that listen to the show too. Hey, you get, not only do you hear me two hours a day, here on the show you're going to get about 20 25 minutes of me today at uh at kinston noon rotary so i'm excited about that thank you to tanya i guess i'll i'll probably talk about it a little bit on the show tomorrow too uh, about how it went so uh, excited about that uh so there you go that's uh, our first hour is going to be shane albie the voice of the university of mount olive athletics down east wood ducks and like i said cute kittens everywhere our boy, Shane Albee. Can't wait to talk to him. Our second hour, man, it is going to be full of North Lenore Hawks. Uh, the North Lenore boys and girls won last night in the semifinals of the East Central 2A tournament at Kenston High School. If my voice sounds a little rougher than it usually does, it's because, uh, man, Trayshawn Lynch 
is amazing. I can't wait. Well, let me tell you who I got coming up here uh, uh, in our second hour to kick off our second hour. Howard Woolley, uh, our friend, our good friend, Howard Woolley, the girls basketball coach. He's going to be joining us at around five minutes into the second hour. And how about this? Uh, the boys coach, Anthony Copperhead Lofton, is going to be joining us about 20 minutes into the second hour. So it's going to be uh, North Lenore heavy in our uh, second hour. So uh, pretty excited about that. The uh, North Lenore girls, they will, they've got a pretty big, uh, they're the uh, third seed, or they the second, they were the second. Wait a minute, let me get this right here. Yes, they were the, you know what, I should, this is why you need to use a script, Brian. They were the second seed last night, uh, and they, uh, you know, we'll get to all those scores in a little bit, but they will be taking on Southwest Onslow tonight at 6 o'clock at Kenston High School. Then the North Lenore boys, Oh. Ah, oh, can't wait to get Copperhead here on the line with me. They have already swept Kinston in the regular season, okay? Now they get a, a chance to three-peat against uh, Kinston tonight as uh, it'll be North North versus Kinston for the East Central 2A Championship. That game will be at 730 tonight. So North North girls, Southwest Onslow girls at 6, North North boys, Kinston boys at 730. And there's, I'm telling you, uh, now I know Parrot Academy, uh, they've got a, a game tonight uh, in the second round of state playoffs for their girls, and this is Kelly Johnson's last season. So if you're a Parrot Academy fan, hey, I will excuse you from uh, not being there for the very beginning of the East Central 2A finals tonight, but man, you need to get your butt over to uh, Kenson High for the uh, championship between North and North and Kenson at 730. Uh, so we're going to get to all the prep stuff here in a little bit, but man, what a great, uh, night of basketball. What a great show here today. Shane, I'll be here in the first hour, Howard, and then the birthday game here in the first hour, then Howard Woolley and Anthony Copperhead Lofton in our second hour. And then we're going to bring back who sang it. So how about that for a show? Uh, Keith Spence, you're going to have a, a good time listening to today's show. Pam Sheffield, you're listening right now. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm assuming you are and, uh, message Linda and let me let her know if you are, because I just called you out there and I hope you're listening for sure. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Uh, how about uh, last night too? And uh, we're going to get to all the great basketball that happened, uh, here in Lenora County as we're going to break down all those games, but I did, I would be remiss if I didn't, uh, bring up that, uh, ECU, how about ECU takes on a very good Cincinnati team in men's basketball last night at Menji's arena. And, or Menji's Coliseum, and uh, the Pirates come away with a big win, 74-70 over uh, Cincinnati, and it was a painted purple day in honor of the great Jeff Charles, and I just thought that was, uh, man, it was just, I, I listen, I'm at Kenston High School, you know, yelling out names and everything that I do, Jason Bryant and I, and uh but still when that came across, and there were a lot of people that were there at ECU, I know Scott Whittington was there, I know uh, a lot of our friends we're at uh, in Greenville last night, and uh, a, a game that they were seven or eight point underdogs in, even though it was at home. And uh, still, ECU comes up with that win uh, in honor of Jeff Charles. And you know, uh, wherever wherever Jeff is right now, you know it was uh, wow. Thank you, Spence. Uh, see, I, I wasn't there, but I appreciate this from Spence. He said ECU was down sixteen points with nine minutes left in that game. And they came back to win that game. And what better way to honor honor Jeff Charles? You could one of those games that uh, I bet it would have been awesome to hear him on the mic calling that game. But uh, hey, uh, just 
Uh, just emotional, very, very emotional. But thank you, Keith Spence, for uh, sending me that information. But, yeah, ECU wins that game in honor of uh, Jeff Charles last night. And uh, he said they finished the game on a 26-6 to run last night. The Pirates did. So, man, what better way? I mean, what better way? I mean, listen, ECU's women, they went on Sunday, uh, a very big win for them, and then uh, in honor of Jeff Charles. And then tonight, or uh, last night, the men do it too. So, uh, hey, that's awesome. Listen, we're going to talk to Shane Albee a little bit about Jeff Charles when we get him up here on the line in a little bit. Let's get you caught up on, uh, tell you what, uh, the last games uh, before the All-Star break in the NBA were played last night by our, uh, Reggie Bullock. And, uh, and I, Spence, you know what? I'm going to jump into this, and we're going to talk about this with, uh, with our good friend uh, Shane Albee. And I agree. Uh, he's endorsing Patrick Johnson to be the new play-by-play, uh, -play, uh, men, men's play-by-play -play voice of the uh, Pirates. And I got to tell you, I don't know anybody that could do the job better than Patrick Johnson. He's been around. He's an ECU alum. He's been around the program quite a bit. I, now, I've got, I've got another candidate, Spence, that I could throw in there that I will throw in there. And I think Chris Edwards, who does, uh, who's been on this show several times, who is uh, the play-by-play -play voice of Duke women's basketball and has been for a long time in Duke uh, baseball. I think uh, Chris Edwards could do a very good job too, but I'm telling you, if that's your finalist and it's Patrick Johnson, Kenston native Patrick Johnson and uh, Chris Edwards, who is also an ECU alum, I don't think you can do uh, – you You could do no better than having those two being your, uh, your finalists for the job. I don't even know if Chris is interested in it. Uh, I did talk to him a couple of days ago. I think uh, ECU has contacted him to gauge his interest. But, uh, man, you talk about – those two, man, Patrick, who's been a guest here on this show several times, Chris Edwards, who has, uh, like I said, been a guest and is going to be a guest next week here on the show too – uh, just, uh, you can't do better than, uh, those two. So, uh, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out, but you know what? And it, it, like I said, I was talking to Chris earlier this week and he was saying the same thing. It just feels, I don't know, untoward. Uh, it just feels uncomfortable. I, I don't even, I know life has to go on and all that, but it just, I don't even like talking about replacing the great Jeff Charles 35 years in a, in one position. The voice for two and maybe even three generations of Pirates fans uh, who, you know, just loved uh, loved that team. So, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see how that ends up shaking out. Uh, NBA last night, uh, our Pelicans. Yeah, Spencer Wright will be like trying to replace John Wooden or Dean Smith or Woody Durham. That's the best example to me uh, in North Carolina. I mean, Woody Durham was the preeminent voice uh, for the longest time uh, of the UNC Tar Heels. And, uh, hey, listen, I was never a Carolina fan, but I've told my story about, uh, you know what? I'll save that when we get Shane up here on the line with us, but, um, there you go. Eighth place, New Orleans Pelicans last night. They lost at the Lakers. That game was on, uh, on ESPN. They lost last night, 120 to 102. Brandon started the game. He had 25 points, four rebounds and an assist in 34 minutes. The Pelicans are now off for all-star weekend. They returned to the court. Uh, a week from today at Toronto. How about Reggie Bullock and the uh, Dallas Mavericks? They're now 31-29, and 29, a half game ahead of New Orleans. They're in seventh place in the Western Conference. But they lost last night, too. They lost at Denver 119-108. to That was on league pass. That was their third straight loss. Uh, Reggie started. He had three points, one rebound, two assists, and a block in 30 minutes. 
uh, it was curious. Uh, Luca started, and I got into the game late, so I don't know why Kyrie didn't play, but Kyrie didn't suit up for the uh, Mavericks last night. They are now also off for All-Star Weekend. I think there's a couple of games tonight, but then All-Star Weekend begins uh, Friday, runs through uh, Sunday. Uh, but uh, the Mavericks are off. They will be at home a week from today against San Antonio. LCC basketball, if you've been uh, yearning for some uh, Lancers basketball, then uh, your uh, wish is going to be granted today. They travel to Patrick and Henry up in Virginia. Uh, They play that game today. And then this weekend, you're going to get a double opportunity to see the uh, Lancers in the (laughs) – yes, Spence. Uh, Wrong phase of the moon for Kyrie. That's probably true. Uh, The Lancers uh, basketball team, uh, like I said, they play tonight at Patrick and Henry, and then they're home this weekend against Johnston Community College Saturday. That game is at 3, and then they're uh, home versus Southwest Virginia Sunday at 1, so today begins a 3-day. After they haven't played for about two weeks, they're going to play three games in four days. Then they wrap up their uh, 23 season next week. Baseball team last night for Lenora Community College yesterday afternoon. They improved to 4-2 and two overall. They won at home against North Carolina Wesleyan's JVs. They won 13-5. to five. Uh, Congratulations to the Lancers. Cole Hansen earned the victory on the mound while Cam Greenway <clears throat> was 2-for-3 uh, at the plate. Uh, they are at Fayetteville Tech for a Saturday doubleheader. The Lancers are, and then they'll be back home Sunday at 1 o'clock against Fayetteville Tech. So uh, it's like I've said all week long, uh, man, you can get a double dose of LCC sports. (laughs) I'm not going to say that one, Spence. Uh, They're going to get a a double dip uh, of – you can get a double dip of uh, Lancer sports uh, this weekend, and specifically on Sunday at 1 o'clock as the basketball team will be at home against Southwest Virginia – and the baseball team will be at home against Fayetteville Tech. So uh, definitely do that. Listen, thank you to Lenore Community College. <clears throat> For almost 65 years, Lenore Community College has uh, helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. Uh, LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to uh, Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt. I'll get to see all my good friends today over at Rotary. Uh, and, uh, for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show, we truly do appreciate them. Let me tell you who else I appreciate and who all the cats in Eastern North Carolina appreciate. It's my good friend, Shane. I'll be meow. What do you think? Janelle wants me to be the PA announcer now, Brian. <laughs> We've got that cat connection, baby. Yes, you do. Hey. She works with lucky cats. That's a, you know what, dude, that's a very good thing that I haven't put two and two together on that, but uh-huh. there you go. There you go. Dude, how fired up are you getting? This is your boat. This is going to be your ship. This is your, whatever, your colony. I don't know. I don't know where, where I'm uh-huh. going <laughs> Yeah. Uh, your, your feral cat colony. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's your ship this year, dude. How excited are you about that, man? Well, I think we're going to see, we're going to see uh, Granger stadium pay more homage to cats. It's literally going to be. Fans come to Granger Stadium this weekend for utter chaos as cats will be running wild and running loose throughout the park. Um, 
We would say they get in for only a dollar, but good luck trying to get them through the gate <laughs> in the right, proper way. You know, it's interesting. I've been meaning to tell you this for like three weeks. Um, it's it's actually kind of weird that I even like cats at all because very early on in my childhood back in the 80s, does anybody remember the Police Academy um, movies? Of course. They made about, I feel like they made like 17 of them. <laughs> they I, they may one, have. They may have, yes. Right. They just kind of fell off. Even Steve Gutenberg was like, I'm out. You know, but uh, I'll never forget Steve Gutenberg. There's a cat meowing at me now. I sleuthy rabbit. Um, well, no, no, no. Well, go ahead. Again, finish this. Finish I know, this. You know I'll get off the rails. But no, he uh, he, he played Mahoney. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. And, uh, and he had a new partner who was a heavyset dude. I don't remember his name, but he went over to the guy's house. And the guy's like trying to get his act together. You know what I mean? He's just... He's just disheveled, man. It's, it's, you know, you can tell he hasn't done laundry in a while. The house is a mess. And he sits down to eat a quick bowl of cereal, and he's got a cat. And as he begins to eat the cereal, he's like, Bunky, how many times I got to tell you? The little box, the little box. Oh you know what God. I mean? And it's, yeah. And so at that moment, I was like, note to self. <laughs> Don't get a cat, I especially if you're going to leave your cereal unattended. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. Um, well, listen, I'm getting ready to put you to the test here, okay? it is. Uh, it, are you ready? And I love that I didn't prepare you for this. I love it. Come on, that, come on, dude. Come on, dude. There you go. As I, come on, dude. As I've, got my, as I've got Linda's cat, Elvis, this big fat bastard right here sniffing my hand. Come get your cat, Linda. But anyway, I, this, is my <laughs> test that, this is my test that I'm going to do for you. Shane Albee, quickly, name all your cats in chronological order from oldest to youngest. Holy crap. All right. Uh, <laughs> leading off and playing center field at number 35, we've got uh, your boy Frank. Okay. Uh, batting in the two-hole, we've got Slutsy Rabbit. She'll be at shortstop. <laughs> and see, batting third, I'd have to go with Samantha. She's like the matriarch, but uh, no one likes her. Uh, then, you've got, then, you've got, then you've got Pal. He'll bat clean up because he's a big cat. Uh, Simon, Simon, he's a big tag. He'll bat in the five hole. Um, he's, he's more like a designated hitter cause he's useless in the field. Um, <laughs> then, then we go number six, we'll go Sally. She's a, she's a base stealing threat. Although I don't know why I have her in the six hole, but she can't hit. Um, and then seven and eight, uh, they go, Oh, I'll go Stella the pal. I'm gonna move her up to the top spot. Frank's going to go back to the six hole. Frank's going back to the six hole. We're going to put Stella, the professional, a uh, little black cat with a bell fast as lightning. Uh, she's a train killer. She will bat lead off. Um, and then that will bring my eight and nine hitters. I got two little black females. I don't, I get them mixed up, but they're just going to go by default in the eight and the ninth spot. And that is your well, Shane Hobby cat starting lineup for this afternoon. What are their names though? Number eight and number nine. Uh, you know, uh, one is Sadie and one is Annie. Um, but I don't know which. Yes. I'm I'm getting so, the, the crowd here is listening and dude. There it is. They are very impressed, man. Very impressed. I am very impressed, dude. Heck, I can barely remember my name. You just named all nine of your cats in chronological order, dude. That is awesome. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you, too. Here now, I'll be walking. You know how they do. They walk walk through the house. I think I sent it to you on Facebook Messenger, that thing with the black cats. Like, uh-huh. and, and that's so true. And so what's funny about that is now I'm at the place now where I'm walking through the house and one of them will be in my way. It'll be like, come on, Lusky, get out of my way. <laughs> I do. Instead of trying to remember who, what their names are, call them by name. I, I see now a rhyme to that reason, a rhythm. You know, you're, you're yelling at players. You're come on, Lusky. You know, so I got a couple of cats that'll be called 
It might be Nootsie. It might be Nooski, whatever I'm feeling. I love it. You know what? Linda, you know, she's got three sons, Paul. And, and hers in chronological order are Paul, or I'm sorry, are Clay, Paul, and Scott. But what is it? awesome is like when they'll be around here and she'll be trying to talk to clay and she'll go paul i mean i mean clay do you ever do that with your cats uh no i think the whittington <laughs> boys are a little more similar than the uh than the uh but sometimes you know because uh sometimes from you know they look they look the same from behind sometimes brian <laughs> you know Shane, what I, mean? I love having you here on the show man this is awesome this is awesome man i love Hey, look, I love, I love uh, being on the show. And uh, another uh, useless statistic that I'd love to share with you is uh, I guarantee you he doesn't remember it, but I do. Okay. The great, the great and new sheriff of Lenore County, Jackie Rogers, actually has written me two tickets in my lifetime. Oh, no way. When yeah, he, he has. Oh, my God. That he is sure awesome. Hey, Jackie, if you're listening, thanks a lot. But no, he, uh, he, uh, that dude's a law enforcement officer for sure, and he can drive. Let me tell you, he can drive. He he uh, <laughs> he, he come he come he come a long way to get me one time, and then the other time he he he, he we passed by. We like locked eyes. You ever see that in the movie where like you <laughs> yes. lock, like you you lock eyes, and at that moment I could just see him looking at me under the brim of his state trooper hat, <laughs> and I looked in my rearview mirror, and I I've never seen somebody a law enforcement officer spin a squad car around faster than that. And he come and got me, man. And that's a, that's a tall dude. Yes, he is, dude. That's one of the things you don't really realize when you see Sheriff Rogers, uh, you know, maybe you see him on TV or, you know, you see him on Facebook or something like that. And he's not just tall, man. I mean, he could have been a lineman. I mean, I know he said he played yeah. basketball. He played basketball at South Lenore, but, uh, I, I bet Jimmy Smith was upset that he didn't play, uh, football for him too because i don't know if he was as big then as he is now but dude i mean the guy i mean when i say big he's not fat i mean he's he's big i mean he's six three i bet well, he's two twenty. dude i bet you he's 220 225 and it's all freaking muscle when you shake hands with that man you know you've shaken hands with a man shane alby well you know what's interesting about that and you know me in my world of, of voices and impressions and you know just sound effects and you know living in that world I know when I first came to Granger Stadium after a couple of games, you guys were probably like, especially like John Clements, who the heck is this Shane on? <laughs> no, we, lo we love you, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> but I was going to tell you, yesterday I caught the – I sort of joined the – I think it was yesterday you were you had Jackie Rogers on, and I was I joined, and I could hear this man. His voice doesn't sound like – he doesn't sound like a six foot four, 220-pound man. You know what I mean? You, if you didn't know you were talking to Jackie Rogers, you thought you were talking to some guy who's like – you know, five foot five and works at the gas station. Like, hey, look, I'll fill, I'll fill her up for you. He just doesn't have that. He should be talking like Jack. He should be like, yeah, I'm Jack Rogers. How are you doing? I'm the new. You know what I mean? That's a big dude. But I'll tell you how fu it's funny. I would after he wrote me the couple of t uh, the tickets. I'd well, run into about, about what years was this? I didn't. I don't mean to interrupt you, but oh, I just want to get some perspective. This is probably here. early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, like early two thousands, <laughs> maybe like two thousand uh, three, four. No, uh, yeah, like, um, or maybe even 2000, uh, 2001, 2002, that time frame. Um, and uh, it was so funny because then, like, later on, if he wrote me the tickets, I would, like, see him and his family trying to rent a video at a video store. And I'd be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd be oh, like, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, excuse me. You see that guy over there? You see that guy over there? 
don't rent a movie to him. Don't, <laughs> or, don't, or, or don't tell him it. the movie isn't in. Yes. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. Hey, I'll listen. I'll take his movie. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you just think, but I respect, I, I, you know, at the end of, and actually I'm best friends with someone he grew up with. And so I get it. You know, I, I get, you know, I have a lot of respect for, um, you know, what he, what he does and, and all, all that. But it's just funny, you know, that, Hey Jackie, you wrote two speeding tickets <laughs> on the voice of the down East wood ducks. I got to tell you, dude, I will be seeing, you know, I'm the, I, I think I've put it out there. I've tried to keep everything ethical here or whatever. I'm the public information officer again for Lenore County. And yeah. uh, so I will be seeing him out and about and, uh, I'll probably send him a message and make sure that he listens to this today. Hey, dude, we, we're here for a good time, not a long time. So I want to do, uh, I got to ask you okay. about, well, no, on a, okay. Serious time, dude, Jeff Charles, the passing of Jeff Charles. Yeah. And I know that you are someone that you don't only just appreciate public address, uh, people, and you were always so respectful to me and so good to me, but also like Alex Hayden, the play by play guys, uh, you know, those type guys, uh, Woody Durham, you know, those people, dude. The passing of Jeff Charles, I mean, it's really hit me, dude. And yes, I know he was 70 and he had been the voice for 35 years, but I, I don't know if it was just a suddenness of it, Shane, or whatever. But I mean, it, it is really, it struck me. It's hit me in the, I don't know, man. It's just hit me in the chest and it's, it, it's been, it's been kind of hard, dude. I just wondered, I know, again, like I said, I know how much you appreciate Jeff and I know how much you appreciate the hard work that those play by play folks put in. Just your thoughts. I wanted. I definitely. I, I wanted to give a couple of minutes to you, just talking about Jeff Charles, Shane. Well, I'll tell you. I see, really, I never knew the man personally. Never met the man, but have heard him a lot over the years. And nobody better, you know, on the play-by-play. Just the way he would, you know, fit in details as he's calling a play. And uh, 107.9 did like sort of a tribute to him last night. I just caught. I caught it. I just happened to be flipping channels and caught it. But I'll tell you, the last basketball game we had at Mount Olive, um, it was. Um, I think it was like teacher, it was like Saturday, teacher appreciation day. And it was a play for K, you know, and of course there are McKenzie and everybody's running around like, okay, I got your script here. And then we're going to do this. And then we're going to do that. And then we're going to do this. And I was like, Hey, um, I just want to let you, and Alex Hayden was there. I said, Hey, I'm going to do a moment of silence, you know, for Jeff Charles, the play by play voice of the Pir- East, East Carolina Pirates, you know, who, who <laughs> lost it. I said, at, and at the time we didn't know how he died, but how amazingly it was like, apparently it's like right before game time. I and mean, he yeah. was like, I mean, that's amazing that, um, he died doing what he loved. Um, but I said, and what I did, it was so cool. I said, and right before the national anthem, in a moment, ladies and gentlemen, we'll meet the starting lineup. So right now, we ask that you please observe a moment of silence in honor of the voice of the East Carolina Pirates, Jeff Charles. And the whole Carnegie Arena bowed their head and observed a moment of silence for Jeff Charles. And when we did that, I held my microphone up in the air. Wow. I just held it up in the air. Dude, it was that's so cool. Freaking awesome, man. Yeah, because um. You know, he's, he's a, he's a throwback. You know, you don't see guys that have that talent. You know, when I grew up, you know, when I was a lot younger, I was a board operator on WGBR. Um, <laughs> and I did, um, I would run the board for the Carolina Tar Heel games. And I'll tell you, love the Tar Heels or hate the Tar Heels. There was nobody better than Mick Nixon and Woody Durham. Amen. Um, Thank you. I mean, yes. And I mean, not just their voices, I'm talking the professionalism. I'm talking about when you're listening to these guys on in queue, waiting for the, uh, you know, the, the, the Tar Heels to, for them to come back on. So you could, um, you know, bring them up. Those guys are the best. Um, have I ever told you, know, you my Woody Durham story, dude? 
No, I'd love to hear it. Just real quick, because I've done it uh, maybe once, maybe twice in the 800 shows here that I've talked about him. And I'll just make it real quick. Uh, I I can even tell you the gear. 1994 is my very first ACC tournament that I ever had a chance to cover in Charlotte. Dude, I'm nervous as all get out, man. I mean, I'd never covered. I mean, I'd covered some ACC games, but I'd never done an ACC tournament game before and uh dude no it was just it's really nice so they give me you know i get i go pick up my credential i talked to uh i was with the gaston gazette i talked to uh richard walker and a couple of guys and they're like yeah you can go on out to the floor if you want to and i'm like okay and i'm nervous dude if you remember they used to have like i get they still do it i'll be covering the acc tournament here in a in a few weeks but they have like four rows of uh you know, right court side where you go. So I go and I find my little seating chart. Okay. Oh, there, there's Brian Hanks casting his head. So I go and wow. I sit down, but that's not the best part, which that was pretty cool. I sit down. I've got my little, uh, I don't even, I guess I had, it wasn't even, it was just a piece of crap laptop at the time, whatever, my little notebook and everything. And then I hear a voice. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, yep. guess who was sitting in front of me for the entire wow. ACC tour. If you remember, that was back in the day when, uh, you know, Woody and then uh, the uh, NC State guy and the Duke guy and the Virginia guy, they did the entire ACC tournament. So, dude, they how, did. how about this, Shane? For three days, I got to sit behind uh, Woody Durham and wow. listen and not just listen to him on the radio, listen to him live, dude. And and on top of all of it, dude, as we're getting everything set up, I had to introduce myself. You know me, dude. I mean, I I'm, oh, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, did you look at him and say, dude, no, I did not. I did not. Bear in mind, this is just, was, this is a 25 year old Brian Hanks. Okay, yeah. that was no. You want to hear something funny, Brian? You want to hear something? Want to hear something, B. Hanks? I can guarantee you, at that same tournament, I was running the board back at WGBR in Goldsboro. How crazy is that, dude? But I did. I, I was like, Mr. Durham. My name is Brian Hanks. I'm with the guests. I he must have thought I was just you know mentally challenged or something. Did he, did he turn and look at you and say, I don't know you, but if you have a headache, get the headache powder that rhymes with Woody. No, man. He was so freaking cool. That's the thing I remember yeah. the most about. And I'm serious, dude. He was so freaking cool. And then every, you know, there were two more days of the tournament and he, you know, I would, of course I was sitting in my seat ready every day for the tournament. And he, every day he turned around and said, I can't even do his voice. You do it, but uh, uh, how are you doing, Brian? And would shake hands with me. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Woody Durham just said my name." Wow. <laughs> yeah, they were the best. I'm telling you, because at that time at WGBR, we were probably doing about five different types of sports. We were we were carrying Carolina sports, Duke sports, believe it or not, uh, the Washington Redskins, the Charlotte Hornets, and I could tell you the Washington Redskins had a couple of ex old throwback offensive linemen doing their broadcast and it, you talk about sloppy those guys didn't give <laughs> they didn't care but then you had Woody Durham and Mick Mixon on the Tar Heels Sports Network you know and that's I mean, and actually I mean, good dude you Woody do Durham. the best impressions I, dude I just get I just fascinated with people's voices you know what I mean and I even I got to be careful because even I, there's a young lady that works with us and she's originally from Boston and it's you know you get to the point where like I'm not flirting with you. I just love your detect. I just love you. I just love your accent when you say things like "get out of here." You know, what I mean, I love that. You know what I mean? You don't hear that. You don't go. You know, you don't go to Piggly Wiggly and hear "get out of here." You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know, you don't go to Nahana Pork Center and hear "get out of here." <laughs> you you know do I mean? not. That's for sure. Hey, listen. I again, like I said, uh, man. 
20, 20 minutes has gone by ridiculously quick, but I can't let you go without uh, talking about uh, Dory Hines and UMO uh, basketball. And I guess we'll be talking baseball here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. But I do want to get uh, their home today against uh, Emmanuel College. That game is at 7 o'clock, and then they're at Erskine uh, Saturday at 4. 9-16 and 16 overall, 7-10 and 10 in Conference Carolinas. Where do they stand? Do they have a, a chance, if they win these two games, well, will they have a chance to make it to the tournament? Very much so. They're in the they're eight. The top eight teams make it, and they're in eight spot right oh, now. They're a half awesome. game up. They're a half game up on Lee's McRae, which we beat one hundred one to eighty. We they they call themselves Dunk Mountain. Can you imagine going out there like? Excuse me. Can you welcome to Dunk Mountain? Y'all find everything all right up here. We're Dunk Mountain. We call this place Dunk Mountain. If you know what I mean. And, uh, but, you know, it's funny because they, they love to dunk. Sure enough, they're dunking the whole game, the last game. I mean, hanging from the rim, and I'm looking at them like, that's what they do. That's what they want to do. But uh, Michael Brown got him a dunk right at the end of the game. And, I mean, let me tell you, four years I've never seen that kid dunk. He dunked it like LeBron James. And when he did, he got te- technical foul for it and was smiling the whole <laughs> smiling the whole way. And, uh, you know, when that voice was like, my name's Michael Brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> But he dunked. He dunked it. He dunked it like he dunked it like Shaquille O'Neal. But yeah, they, Emmanuel's fourteen and three. That's going to be a tough one tonight. But let me yeah. say, at home, Mount All uh, healthy, running and gunning. You know, Dory, Dory, get in there, get in there. Come on, new kid. Come on, kill somebody. <laughs> I mean, it's going, it's going down in the arena tonight. And then they got. Oh, they're going to go to zero and nineteen Erskine. Yeah, so they should they should win that. But then Francis Mary and those two teams are kind of evenly matched. So Mount Olive, they may not need to win that one by the time they get to Francis Marion. But if they can win tonight and they beat Erskine, they should be um, in the playoffs. Thanks. <laughs> Dude, I love it, man. Shane Alby, again, I swear, 20 minutes goes by in a blink of an eye when I have you on the line, dude. And I'm all jacked up now. I'm all fired up for the birthday game, dude. Listen, thank you so much. You should have come hey. to the Super Bowl. I'm going to fuss at you, though. We invited you to I the know. Super Bowl party. And I know. It, I'm man. telling you, dude, you missed some great food, man. Paul Whittington tore it up, man. You... Yeah, and then there was so much. Dude, we brought a whole platter of food home with us too, dude. Jeez. Hey, real quick, I want to tell you that uh, Mount Olive Baseball is three and one. Our home opener is Saturday at noon. Okay. Uh, the doubleheader will we'll play uh, Mount Olive Baseball. I had to move it from Friday Saturday to Saturday Sunday. Uh, they look pretty good. I mean, they 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 threw a lot of they swept they swept that team from Wilson last Saturday. What what? Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, both well, teams dude, had their home series rained out, so the two teams agreed to play a doubleheader against each other up in uh, up in Wilson. Well, I love it. Well, count on us talking uh, some UMO baseball definitely over the next few weeks. I want to try to get their coach here on uh, the show too. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll have a UMO day and have you on in the first hour and the baseball coach uh, on in the second hour. That would be a lot of fun, right? Yeah, and Joey, Joey said the other day, he's like, I was telling him about you, and he's yeah. like, oh, he's trying, to, he's trying to get me on the show, too. Well, I'm, I'm about to give up. Hey, I tell you what, you're going to see him tonight. You tell Joey Higginbotham that Brian Hanks is on the verge of giving up because I've messaged him several times. He told me, uh, he's Phil fording me. I tell him he's in good uh, uh what in good company because the two people that are standing me up right now are Joey Higginbotham and Phil Ford. How about that? And, and, and Leo Lockhart. <laughs> Leo listens every morning. Okay, so Leo, oh, no, he yes, he needs to come on the show. I've tried to, and he stood me up. Okay, Leo, I love you like a brother, man. You are awesome. You are, <laughs> you are uh, my brother. But I'm telling you, he stood me up a couple times. But I, I wonder if I could get him on the show now. But you're right. There you go. Phil Ford, Leo Lockhart, Joey Higginbotham. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you, you 
gotta get Tommy Maddox on the show now too. Coming, <laughs> coming to you live, coming to you live from the Galaxy of Sports every night. No, nah, he was at Kinston High last night for the semifinal. Dude, I noticed I, that. I, dude, I hate to do this. I've got to go, man, because we've got got to get this in and our next hour. I love you, Shane Albee, dude. I will talk to you. We will talk next week if we don't talk before then, okay? Cat power. <laughs> Cat meow. That's Shane Albee, the universe, the voice of the University of Mount Olive Athletics. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the first hour right after that. Today is Thursday, February the 16th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Am I too loud? No. Okay. It is time to play the birthday game. Uh, it is this just absolutely fun game that is just sweeping the nation. I got to tell you, everywhere I go, John Dawson, mm-hmm. people are pulling for you. I had two people two days ago. I was at a ribbon cutting. And uh, they were talking about you playing the birthday game, which is brought to you ironically by GoEco. GoEco Office Automation. But uh, seriously, uh, it was fun. Who were these people? They were people at a ribbon cutting. I'm not sure they want to be uh, brought into this, okay? Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. And they, they are pulling for you, John. There I are people that, out there. And until I see names and serial numbers, I don't believe anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll get you some names and serial numbers. I'll tell you. How about this? I'll tell you when we get off there. I don't know if they want to be... Called out. Most people, I don't mind calling them out, but now, I don't know if they want to be. Now you're showing caution on the air. <laughs> does, now does, you're doing. Does it. anybody root for me? Not no. really, because you win so much, dude. You're like the you're okay, this is a good, you're like the Carolina Tar Heels. You're like you, the New York Yankees. Ooh. You're like the Why are you old using teams I don't like. I know. You're like the old Dallas Cowboys. No, no, New England Patriots. You're like the New England Patriots of the birthday game, dude. They don't. They want to see the underdog. Look at him over there. Look at him with his arms crossed. He's got sad eyes. He's got very sad eyes. They want John Dawson to win. <laughs> no response from either of Let's you. Let's just start playing who's saying it every day. Yeah, well, that would, yeah, but I think people get tired of that. Oh, speaking of, I actually talked to him over the weekend. And uh, I've, got a, I've got a new game that we may or may not play, but it's a lot to explain, so I'll do it off air. Okay. Well, can you give me a little hint of it? It's more or less finishing a lyric. I think it 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 musically it, it's more to my wheelhouse because I'm pretty good at remembering stuff. But it's still right down his alley too. You mean Rain Man John Dawson over here wouldn't know it? Come on now, I'm a and very I, good driver. <laughs> yes, you are. Wait a minute. But I mean, it's it, we'll we'll hash it out. But I think it's you know you play popular songs and we finish the lyric. Okay, just not rap. Will you sing? No, you don't oh, have to we're do gonna, it. We're going to write no. it down because we're going oh. to both try to finish the lyrics. So we write it down. And then when it's time for us to reveal, we read what we wrote. I that like That way it. we but can't. The caveat like is like it. he said, no rap. Songs. Well, no, neither of us would know it. Actual it would just songs. be It would be an ongoing, uh, I have no idea what they just said. Okay. And it's not, a, it's not against anybody but us. We just wouldn't know it. I kind of like this. Do you like it? Yes, I'm all, all right. for it. Okay, and I'm not. I'm not. I, I've never been against uh, dead or alive. I just think it would be a lot of work. It would be, and but there have been a few. I just uh, that's something maybe we'll do once a month. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think there's a lot of dead people that we don't know are dead. So how did the ribbon cutting get? Was anyone injured or did it go okay? <laughs> no, it went great. I'm telling you, dude. 
Uh, I, you know, I work for the chamber. You know, I do a little work on the side. You know, of all my 18 different little things that I do for different organizations and government agencies and everything, I am a marketing consultant for the chamber, the Kinsella North County Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. I want to put that out there. I mean, I had nothing to do with this ribbon cutting, though. Thank goodness. <laughs> maybe, well, maybe it's why. <laughs> no, hey, hey, maybe it's why it was so successful. Nah, no one I have was never injured. seen. You've been in that. Uh, in the new innovation center, right? I have. Dude, it was full. Mm-hmm. I, there had to have been 100, 100 to 120 people there easily. I've never seen that many people at a, at a ribbon cutting before. Not over fire code. Hmm. <coughs> <laughs> It's over now. It doesn't matter. It is. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, oh, it was definitely over fire code. If I, if I had started, if, I mean, if a fire had started. <laughs> if I had started fire, <laughs> His favorite album is Pyromania. It is. Ah, mm-hmm. wait a minute, wait a minute. Huh? But uh, in all very serious note, we're talking about GoEqual Office Automation. They are the sponsor of this here birthday game. Uh, it was just awesome. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I've never been to a, a ribbon cutting. Usually, God forgive me for saying this, and I'll probably get fired as being a marketing consultant for the Kinsella well, North County Chamber of Commerce. It. But usually ribbon cuttings are really boring, okay? I mean, they, they really are. I mean, they just, you know, you go there. Hey, you, you're not saying this. Brian Hanks saying it. I'm not putting you in trouble. Uh, but <laughs> I'm worried for you. Oh, don't worry for me, man. I got enough jobs as it is. Okay. Uh, well, what's lo- what's losing one of them? You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just get the shovel out. Keep on digging. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, most of the time, God bless chambers of commerce, but ribbon cuttings are usually pretty boring. I mean, they really are. You know, you get up there and the mayor says something, and somebody from the county says something, and then the person gets up there, and they talk. And, I didn't realize he was uh, going to use an excavator. He was going beyond <laughs> shovel. <laughs> so, I mean, Mayor Hardy gets up there. He says something. Our good friend, June Cummings, mm-hmm. represents the county. She, You know, she's a county commissioner. Mm-hmm. She says something, then they turn it over to Jacques. He probably went for 10 minutes, but, dude, you would have felt like you were on the Starship Enterprise. He fires up all the screens in there he uses his uh, whiteboard mm-hmm. and it was interesting it was almost interactive i mean it was very cool but uh, jacques did it, it, again god forgive me i heard he had a communication with hanks from the future <laughs> did he yeah he's got that kind of tech down there he can do that uh, he very well may have i didn't remember maybe i blacked out during that part which is very possible well, the technology is new it is new but it was awesome it was very awesome and everybody left and was very impressed like i said there had to have been and this is not hyperbole there had to have been more 100 105 110 people at that thing all shoved into that uh the innovation center which is pretty nice but yes. but it's not built for 110 people though yes. you know mm-hmm. it was awesome uh, there were people from uh canon there were people from uh sharp uh you know like sharp televisions and that kind of stuff uh, he had people from all over the nation it was very cool and i think I, I don't even think i know everybody had a good time at it and everybody should you know every third person got a free <clears throat> television if you weren't there you missed it I, I didn't get a free television. Well, you weren't. You were every second person. So <laughs> there you go. Mm. So anyway, if you want to, and I'm sorry that I took your uh, thing talking it. about Goico Office Automation there, uh, Jonathan Massey, but you won yesterday, uh, and you usually tell us a little bit about him, but I, I took it over for you for mm. today. But uh, you've got his phone number. Well, I, if I we, do. if you want to call Jacques Passleg and have your very own personal demonstration in the Innovation Center, how can you do it? Well, you can give Jacques a call at two five two. Two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four five four. Or you can visit his website at goeco.nc.com or what is goeco.com. There you go. And if you have a ham radio, he's on station fifty four point nine latitude west. How do you know all that? Uh, you know, 
you know, keep up with what the kids do. Absolutely. Okay, uh, he was or is a guitarist for this band. It's Andy Taylor. He's still with us, but but he's not doing well. Really? Yeah, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they read a letter from him. He's got stage four cancer. Really? Yep. Good Lord. Uh, that's that's terrible. I may have misspoke, but it's very serious cancer, put it to you that way. Well, goodness gracious. And that's right. They were just inducted into the yes. Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which you and I have visited, Jonathan Massey. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're doing another leg of the tour for their new album, which is fantastic. And if they come around here, I would love to go. Jonathan, I'm, not, I'm not going to Vegas, but I will go to Charlotte. Y'all, we're saving that for another day, okay? Because well, I thought about us talking about it here this morning yeah, on the yeah. on the show, but that's going to be a five minute conversation. We're already way over right now, so uh, we're we're going to talk about it. But Andy Taylor, yes. But Andy Taylor, yeah. yeah. Where does he stand in the pantheon of uh, guitarists? He was, I mean, he fit in perfect for Duran Duran. When you put together your big list, he's he's their music is not very guitar centric he just plays what the song needs he's a great guitarist and power station but he really played a lot of uh guitar yeah power, well, power station right? was more of a rock project so he could you know solo forever and, and whatnot but it, it was great also i love that album uh where where does he rank in your pantheon I, I don't know i mean i don't he doesn't get in the business of ranking people brian <laughs> That's all I do is rank people. Well, you can't you? rank him because he's only made one straight-ahead guitar record. You really can't rank him. I mean, yeah, there is some but, good. But there's lots of guitar in this. It's mainly synthesizer with a little guitar. You know, you're not wrong. Yeah. What would be a good Duran Duran song to to highlight his... Uh... Uh, Hungry Like the Wolf has a steady guitar riff. I mean, that's a pretty simple phrase, but it's, it works for the song. You know? People are never going to know in this day and age. I'm talking about when I say people. I mean kids that are in their 20s or 30s right now. Mm. And I'm including you, Jonathan Massey. Duran Duran was the biggest band in the world for a year or two, weren't they? Well, the pop bands still existed then. So, yeah, yeah I mean, they were kind of like, you can't say boy bands because they wrote good songs no, no, and could no, play. They but they were really big. Yeah, They definitely were. And, I mean. How much do you attribute? Not, I mean, they were great musicians, obviously. Yeah. I mean, because their stuff has continued on today. I mean, I like to use your example of you know, you like to pick on some rap songs and like, oh, where's that going to be around in thirty or forty years? Yeah, 30 this is minutes. hungry like the, <laughs> this is hungry like the wolf that came out in what nine or in 81, 82, 82 something. Yeah, and here we are, forty years later, and listen. That's still great music. Well, the good, the great thing is their new their new stuff is still charting high and selling. They're still okay. making good records. Well, I'll I'll give it a chance. So uh, anyway, uh, Brian is stuck in 1982. Forever. Really We're going to talk about 1982, not on today's show, because <laughs> I am taking you two on my dime because I love you and as much as you do for this show, I am taking you to Las Vegas. Okay, but we'll save that for maybe tomorrow's show. What do you think? Sure. <laughs> You're going, right, Jonathan Massey? A free trip to Vegas. You bet you're free to duty. <laughs> and to see you, too. Bye, family. <laughs> Bye, family. John? You guys I don't, have fun. Uh, that's uh, to be continued. We'll talk about anthrax. that tomorrow. Anthrax. That's really Am- depressing that you will not listen to new Duran Duran music. 
It's really depressing. Dude, there's so much stuff in my brain, and I can't imagine trying to show. Stop listening to these dumb rap songs and listen to a real good album. I don't album. even really listen to rap music anymore. Oh, well, jeez. I really don't. That's the truth. Okay, Andy Taylor over there, Jonathan Massey. You get to go fa- fast. <laughs> you get to go first. Nothing's fast on this show, is it, John Dawson? Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, how old is Andy Taylor today over there, uh, Jonathan Massey? And I didn't realize he was sick. I hate mm. to hear that. 68. You say 68. What about you over there, Dizzle? 65. He could have kept going. He was born February 16th, 1961. He's only 62 years old today, so congratulations, John Dawson. You take the first one. You are up one to nothing. And what a great song. Hey, we've got a, another musician. Let's see. I've got to find... Uh, I don't really know, but like one song by him, but he's, he's big. The kids love him today, okay? It's got to be horrible then. <laughs> Hold on. You're going to get this. This is one. It's the theme to the pawnbroker? What is this? <laughs> the pawnbroker? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, the weekend? Weekend? He would have got this over you, Jonathan Massey. I was going to say it, but I didn't. I honestly don't know that I've heard this. I remember this. This is the one that rips off Aha. It sort of does, but I love this song. They played it. He did the Super Bowl three years ago or whatever. That's the guy that looked like he was lost. Yes. That's the meme they have of him walking around looking like he's lost. It's called uh, Blinding Lights by the Weekend. (laughs) I do that to Linda all the time. I'll say, hey, look, that's the Weekend. Well, he so, went to the trouble to spell it in a dumb way, so you should say it in a dumb way. I absolutely agree. He was born Abel Mackinnon Tesfaye, but we know him better as Canadian pop star, though. I like it when you say it better than when I say it. The Weeknd. The Weeknd. Oh, hold on. Here's course. Love this. I love it. Sounds like Duran Duran. It really it sounds does. Sounds like recent Duran Duran. Really? Yes. You think he stole from Duran Duran or did Duran Duran? I would say stuff? influenced. Yeah. No, there's Duran Duran songs from the 80s that sound like this. Okay. The Weeknd. I can't, see, I can't do it as good as you do it. Weeknd. The Weeknd. How old today is The Weeknd? Therein lies the problem. <laughs> Indeed. 34. You say 34. Jonathan Massey, how old is The Weeknd? 30. <laughs> Why does that make me laugh? It makes me laugh every yeah. time you do it. I love it. 33. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You get it. He was born February 16th in the year of the Lord, 1990. But you know what, Jonathan Massey, you know what you need to do? You got to give I John give Don- him nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I didn't even get it out, but <laughs> I knew where it was going. <laughs> you knew where it was going. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. It's tied up one to one. There was a joke in there somewhere, you know, but I just got to let it go. You got to let. You got to give him a little bit of credit there. Okay. <laughs> I give <laughs> him nothing. <laughs> there you go. Tied one to one. It goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey. He was Jordy on Star Trek: The Next Generation, and he was a big star of Reading Rainbow. It's the great Lavar Burton. Burton. Look at that. We all. That's funny. We all three love Lavar. I think the world of him. I think he should be. He should have been. He was one of the finalists to be the uh, permanent he host. Or, either he or Ken Jennings are the only two yeah. that should even have a chance. You don't think Aaron Rodgers should from the Green Bay Packers? Yeah, no, I want, I want I Aaron Rodgers to do it, but on Awaska, what's it called? 
ayahuasca, <laughs> the stuff he, the drug he'd been doing. Yeah, exactly. The hallucinogenic. I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah, he's a Yeah. Can I say that? No. <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound that bad, comparatively speaking. <laughs> you did that. I didn't even do it. Jonathan did it. I legitimately don't think. You know what that? You know what that sigh and him rubbing his temple is. That means this an extra five time, minutes of work for this him. This is why every time we record, I have to listen to, re-listen to every second of every show. <laughs> I love you, John. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jordy, LeVar Burton, how old is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? Uh, 67. You say 67. What I'll, do you say, John Dawson? I still stand by it, though. It's true. Okay. The, what, who the are Rogers you talking thing. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, I'm He's not a fan. He's referencing the thing I had to cut out that people yeah. aren't going to hear. Yeah, that went <laughs> robot. That went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, was that good? Hey, you know, I, hey, you know, <laughs> nah, I didn't want you to do it. Hey, I want you to reverse that and see what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome to watch it end up being it's like, like robotized. Yeah. Oh, uh, Is he it my said, turn to answer? Yeah, he said <laughs> okay. 67. You say 66. How about that? You did to him what he did to you, but you know what? He didn't really know how LeVar Burton was, so for him to get that close, you got to give him I a little I give him bit. nothing! <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a quarter in that man machine every single time. Watch your mouth there, it. son. Oh, sorry, sorry, but I, will, I love that. I love that. Mm. He's 66 today. He was born February 16, 1957, so uh, you lead 2-1, to one, Sean Dawson. It goes to you. Uh, he was, when you and I were coming up, and I'll include you, I know you're four years younger than me, but he was the best American tennis player in the world back in the 80s. Jimmy yeah. Connors, Bjorn Borg, <sighs> no, Bjorn Borg. Yvonne Lindell. Oh, dear God. Keep going. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 yep. who, who was the one that lost McEnroe. the war? John McEnroe. <laughs> okay. That's who you were thinking about. I can't believe you went. Well, Yvonne Lindell was Swedish, I think. Bjorn Borg was uh, Norwegian. Norwegian or something Did like that. Did he play that. tennis in America? But I said American tennis player. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> anyway, John McEnroe, who was arguably one of the biggest athletes in the world there for he's a hot only, minute. He's only about six feet tall. I'm not doing it. No. Which Don't you hit it? that drum. <sighs> anyway, John McEnroe, uh, how old is he today? 64. John Dawson, congratulations. He was born February 16th, 1959. He is 64. You've already clinched the day, dude. Yeah. You know what? I'm wow. Putting, this is going to be held in contention. <laughs> I was supposed to do the Go Eco read. It threw me off, and now I'm losing oh, the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been Denvered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was one half of the. He's dead. dead Sonny Bono. 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 Don't say Sonny Bono. There's only one Bono. Thank God. <laughs> this is a joke. Obviously, I'm joking. Hey, of course, there's only one. This one's dead. He is dead. He died in 1998. Yep. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Did you? you Sounds did. about right. Yes. Uh, hold on. Babe. I saw REM do this as an encore. Really? Yeah. I bet it was good, wasn't it? Oh, they just were screwing around. It was funny. But uh, talk about another set of artists who were biggest thing in the world for a minute. Between this and the TV show. Yeah. Sonny and Cher. I've got Sonny and Bono. (laughs) Sonny Bono, Sonny and Cher. Oh, yeah, I know. I messed up on that. I got um, you, babe. (laughs) 
You know what? Keith Spence <laughs> pissed me off the other day, dude. He uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, he uh, said something about on Twitter. I put something up about you two, and he was like, "Well, I hope uh, I hope he doesn't." Uh, what was it, the statement? Gosh, I gotta remember how he said it. Something along the lines of, "I hope he doesn't wail." W a i l. I hope he doesn't wail like Bono does. Uh huh. Bono doesn't wail. Does Bono wail? Um, I mean, wail that term in and of itself is not offensive. He just doesn't like the way he wails. I guess. Hurt my feelings, man. Although you know what, <laughs> we're gonna do some YouTube talk tomorrow for sure. I'm going to tell you something that's going to shock you about this new album they've got coming out in March. Okay, which you I've listen got. to it. Well, I've listened to like. Oh, he'll listen to new U2. Okay. <laughs> well, no, it's reimagined. You don't want to talk so, to me about that. Oh, no, I'm going to be honest, so you better not ask da, da, me. Da, 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 da. I'm going to be honest, too, and it's going to probably surprise you and okay. echo a lot of what you're saying. All right. But, again, that's what they call foreshadowing. We'll talk about that on tomorrow's show. Uh, Jonathan Massey, Sonny Bon. God bless her. Now you got that saying it. Bono. Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono of Sonny and Cher. He died in 1998. How would he be if he were still alive today, Jonathan? Their reunion on Letterman was really good. How old was he when he died? Uh, You've already. (laughs) (laughs) That was that. Heaven forbid we focus for 10 seconds. He died 35 years ago. How's that? Or no, uh, 25 years ago. 25 years ago. Did you see when they got Letterman got them back together on late night in Mm -hmm. like 1990 or 88? Uh They had a Sonny and Cher reunion. And they got oh, together and they they held hands and talked and did I Got You, Babe, with Schaefer. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, they were pretty good musicians, right? Well, I mean, singers. They didn't really play anything. Well, Sonny though. was kind of a big-time songwriter, and she shares, got charisma and a voice. It's a good combination. And beauty. Yep. Don't forget beauty. Man, Cher. Whew. I dated, did I ever tell you I dated a girl who looked just like Cher? Sonny Bono. I got to give you that. <laughs> was it Chaz? <laughs> What's your guess, man? <laughs> no, uh, I, you want me to tell you about her a little bit? Or? Do I have a choice? <laughs> <sighs> you know, I better not. I better not. No, no, she was beautiful and looked. I mean, she could be Cher's sister. And I, I and, and you know, I, a lot of guys dress up like Cher to make a living in. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, she didn't. I, I scroll for her. So, I mean, no, she. Uh, <laughs> She, yep. uh, <laughs> what you had to cut out of mine ain't sounding so bad now, is it? <laughs> I'm just going to reverse the whole episode and save time. <coughs> What's your guess, Massey? Yeah, What's your guess, dude? How old would Sonny be if he were still alive today? 78. Uh, you say 78. What about you over there, Dizzle? 80. He was born February 16, 1935. Help me do math here. He would be 88. Good, yeah, right? he was, like, much older yeah. than her. Yeah, there you go. So, Well, she's up there, too, though. But she was, like... 1617 when they moved in together. Oh, speaking of which. Yeah. Ah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Studio times, dude. <laughs> there you go. All there right. you go. And uh, he looked very excited over there. So, anyway, <laughs> hey, uh, a local birthday. Uh, it's someone that's passed away, but I thought a lot of him, and I wanted to mention him. Uh, George Graham. Remember, a former county commissioner? Yes. Former state uh, representative. And he was all, I'm telling you, when I first got into the news side at the Free Press, uh, I it's so crazy. It's one of those things, and he's not here to hear this, but uh, I, I had been told, oh, he's going to be hard to work with. He doesn't. Man, he was arguably the easiest politician I ever worked with. And I'm not joking, John. And you know, you've 
I tall politician. Him. We interviewed him on the podcast. And he was all well, he was always gracious. He was always uh just he was a good guy. I mean he was to me. I mean, maybe he was mean to other people, whatever, but you know what? To Brian Hanks and to John Dawson, when we were at the free press, he was a good guy. I've heard that he thought you were a make a wish kid. <laughs> oh, come on now, that's fun. He gets it, right? Does he get it? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so happy birthday to late great uh, the late George Graham. Uh, again, uh, just a good guy. If today is your birthday here on Thursday, February the 16th, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on Friday on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And ironically enough, uh, yes, we recorded that a couple of days ago. Uh, as you know, I like to lift the curtain here on the Brian Hanks show and talk about uh, – you know how we do things here, but talking about uh, the late George Graham is so crazy. We recorded that a couple of days ago, and then I got a uh, email from uh, my boss, uh, the county uh, manager Michael James, and uh, the county and uh, the the veterans home is uh, dedicating something to uh, George Graham, and we've got a big event that's coming up uh, next month, so I'm excited about that, and it's going to be honoring george graham and today is his birthday so how about that that uh all that news comes across there so there you go well this is going to wrap up the first hour and four minutes of the brian hanks show uh this edition of the brian hanks show coming up uh, thank you to shane alvey love me some shane alvey that was awesome coming up in our next hour we've got howard woolley girls basketball coach at north and north we got anthony copperhead lofton a boys basketball coach coming up in the second hour of the brian hanks show presented by lenore community college